Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But I'm not problematic because I don't I don't tan my skin too dark. everyone and welcome to episode 7. I am your host Alanized and this is Noche de Pendejadas. Para todos ustedes en casita que no saben what Noche de Pendejadas is, escuchen pendejas porque les voy a decir. Noche de Pendejadas is a weekly episodic show in which I go ahead and bring your favorite influencers to chismear, have some cocktails and see what the fuck they've been up to. So si tú quieres ver a tu influencer favorito, hazme un pinche favor pendeja y para lo que estás haciendo and comment their username down below. Para todos ustedes que no saben, Noche de Pendejadas is also disponible as a podcast so make sure you guys go ahead and head over to wherever you guys listen your podcast and subscribe. La semana pasada, you guys, a ustedes les encantó el episodio de La Comadre Lulu y esta semana les traigo a guest just as exciting. Please help me welcome tonight's guest Gabriel Zamora! Hi everyone! Hello, hello. Thank Hi, you so much much for coming thank you for having me you guys we literally planned this what, a week ago yeah i literally hit him <laughs> up last week and i was like bitch everyone's been asking for you are you down we don't really have a lot of conversations like cuando nos miramos nos saludamos sí. i feel like cada quien en su mundo so i was sí. kind of scared to be like hey do you want to come on my podcast because you also have your own podcast yeah cuando le pregunté i was like you know what let me send a message y ya no mire nada and then you reply 
tried. We planned it in a fucking week. So thank you so much for no, making thank it. Thank you fucking for having happen. me. Like I've known Alan now for like years. A long time. I feel like probably the first year that I moved to LA, I met you. We both started in the industry como la misma vez. So I feel like I've been knowing Gabriel for a long time. And this is the first time we ever do anything together. Yeah. Because I feel like de tanto tiempo you guys no, nunca. No, we did Jenny's quince. Oh, yes. Remember? Yeah. Yes. For everyone that doesn't know who Gabriel Zamora is, which if you don't, estás viviendo bajo una pinche roca, but I'm going to go ahead and turn it to him para que les diga quién es y qué hace. Hi, everyone. I'm Gabriel Zamora. I am a beauty and lifestyle influencer, honestly, on social media, on YouTube, on Instagram. I do a little bit of everything. I also dabble in cooking, making Mexican dishes that I try to, like, recreate on my own. Predominantly, like, work in the makeup space. I also do a lot of advocacy for the LGBTQ community and representation as well as like being a Latino who wears makeup. I have so many different hats, so many different facets. I'm a brother, I'm a son, I'm a little messy and problematic, but you know, that's Gabriel Zamora. Usually our guests, you guys, are kind of like, I don't know what to say, pero tú viniste yeah, listo. She's media trained. She's like, you know what? I'm going to tell them who I am <laughs> por si no me conocen para que me conozcan en literally five <laughs> seconds. Ya que conocieron un poquito a Gabriel, we're going to go into the chisme porque Gabriel viene listo para dejarles saber todo. And I am ready to fucking ask him, bitch. So we're going to go ahead and dive into chisme and cocktails. You guys, como pueden ver, aquí Gabriel trajo su propia Yo voy a tomar agua también. So we have some water con hielito. Cheers. Cheers. We're going to get you sponsored by Smart Water. Watch. Period. Mm. Mm. La primera pregunta que ten tenemos, Ooh. you said it yourself. You're problematic. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people, especially in the beauty industry, when they hear the name Gabriel Zamora, they think about a very, you know, a very important time in the beauty community. Yeah. Um, yes, you even know what I'm talking about. And I feel like I don't even need to say it. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Do you necessarily feel like you're problematic? I, for a while, thought I was because of the conversation that was being had about me. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, a lot of people had an opinion. But it wasn't until I had a conversation with a friend that's like, I don't think you're problematic because you don't do bad things intentionally. intentionally. Uh -huh. You are messy because you do involve yourself in sometimes situations that don't involve you. You state your opinion on the internet. So I'll take messy. I'll take petty. Mm -hmm. But I'm not problematic because I don't, I don't tan my skin too dark. I don't be saying certain offensive words. I don't be starting actual fights. I don't be like... I could be real problematic like some of the other beauty influencers. The times I feel like que te has involucrado in scandals, how Same. people may say it. You state your opinion about people that you know. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're over here like hablando out of your ass of people que ni has conocido, ni has yeah. platicado with. I enjoyed that shit. Like <laughs> me as a fucking viewer, bitch, I'm like, when is fucking Gabriel gonna insert himself? Cause I need Gabriel to fucking do that. And yeah. I feel like for a lot of people, you know, for a long time, you were getting canceled for inserting yourself into situations. And the gente do you necessarily feel like a lot of the times que te metías en situaciones en verdad no eran situaciones tuyas? Yo no creo que me metí en situaciones que no eran mías. Lo que yo hago en being an influencer is I state my opinion on the internet. Like, yo soy Gabriel Zamora, yo tengo mis propias like, what is it, redes sociales? Yes, redes para sociales. decir mi opinión en mis páginas para la gente que me sigue a mí. Ellos quieren saber mi opinión. Yes. Y 
ever since my truth in Dramageddon 1 and me coming out with my truth, stating my opinion, people love that format. And they're like, oh my God, we love that you're like able to really call out BS that yes. you see behind the scenes because you are a person behind the scenes. And I did it a couple times and nobody had an issue with it until my opinion didn't align with the quote unquote popular opinion of the internet. Porque cuando uno está teniendo conversaciones con la gente en el internet, it's not about like the normal legal process of like, oh, we have a judge and we have yes. a jury and like there's a, no. The court of public opinion is very different and it's not going to always go the legal route. So para mí, Yes, one can say that I had opinions on things that didn't always involve me. Absolutely. But I'm Gabriel Zamora. And if you don't want to hear about Gabriel Zamora's opinions, then don't follow Gabriel Zamora. The only difference with you and the people that have an opinion all the time on the internet, you have a following. That's mm -hmm. the only difference. And I'm not scared to get quote unquote canceled or have people disagree with me. Porque a mí me gusta la conversación. Yes. I don't mind being wrong. And I can acknowledge that I'm not always right. Absolutely. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Please don't ever think of me as perfect. But I want to have a conversation. And if somebody's like, hey, I disagree with you. This is why. And these are these are kind of like my credentials in understanding this. Or, hey, I'm a fan and I don't agree with you. Pero decirme like, ay, ya cállate los hocico, like nada que ver contigo, like, okay. Pero you don't have a platform. You're judging me from your stained ass futon laying on the floor with your wonky ass charger that probably is charging Period. and uncharging your phone. Hate, keep on hating. But at the end of the day, you're listening to Gabriel Zamora, Gabriel Zamora's opinion. It's kind of like you telling everyone in the, the haters to shut the fuck up. That's literally, they're stating their opinion. Yeah. But when you state it, it becomes a whole, what the fuck? Why would Gabriel oh say it? But God. people have been saying it before yeah. him. People have been talking shit before him, mm -hmm. but it's just the fact that you have the platform and you have an audience where people feel like, oh, he should have shut, he should have yeah. stayed quiet. He should have been just been talking about makeup and blah blah blah. Pero lo que me fastidia es que I won't get judged if I talk about a celebrity celebrity. Like if I talk yes. shit about Miley Cyrus or Ariana Grande or Beyonce, yeah, I'll get hate from their fans, but not from the overall community. And it's not until I talk about somebody within the beauty community that I'm trying to hold accountable that people have an issue yes. with it, which doesn't make sense. Cause it's like, y'all want me to talk about issues, important issues like trans lives, LGBTQ individuals. When we talk about immigration reform, we talk about politics. Y'all want me to talk about all these different things, but then you're like, but you can't talk about this and you can't. Or no, that no, no. person. Gabriel Zamora's platform is just that, Gabriel Zamora. And if you don't like it, you don't have to follow it. You don't have to listen. Do you feel like being the way you are te afectado en tus relaciones with certain people in the community? Yes, but it's not because I'm like, I think the reason why my, mi modo de ser afectado mis relaciones is porque I don't put up with bullshit. Yes. And if you're going to be a shitty person, I don't have to be around it. That's why, like, if you look at my resume of friends that I've had on the internet and the people that I no longer align with, they're problematic. Yes. They're, go to their comments. Like, if you go to my comments on my social media, you don't see hate. You don't see comments with, like, a hundred likes of people bashing me, my own followers. No. All my ex-friends, absolutely. Go to their comments and they're getting dragged. What does that say? I don't like to be aligned with actual problematic people. You can say I'm messy because Gabriel siempre tiene opinión. Everybody has an opinion. In the same way that people want me to shut up, that's your opinion. I don't have to listen to it in the same way you don't have to listen to mine. I feel like you're very blunt, which is yeah. amazing. And I Blunt feel like talk. you all, period. <laughs> that drama, that, That's my podcast, Blunt he Talk. He has a podcast yeah. called Blunt Talk, which I've listened to a couple episodes. You. you always need a friend that's blunt. You need people to tell you like, ¿Sabes que, Alan? La estás cagando. ¿Sabes que? Eso no está bien lo que hiciste. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it also becomes, I mean, aside from the social media, world do you feel like you've ruined real like 
in your personal life and relationships because people can't handle the truth? I don't think I've ruined it. I just distanced myself from them. And I think that people think that like, oh, the friendship is over. And it's like, no, it's just like, if we don't align, like it's one thing to be like, hey, Alan, I don't agree with how you do your foundation routine. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Like we don't have to have a ending yes. of a friendship over that. But if I say like, hey, I don't like how you're appropriating my culture when you did not grow up with it. Hey, I don't like how you are not apologizing for your past certain comments that you've made about individuals and people don't like yeah. that type of conversation sometimes they think that like oh well i have all these yes people around why the fuck is gabriel telling me like calling me out on my shit yes. that nobody else is calling me out on and i'm like okay i don't have to be around if you want to be mediocre and you want to be like the same boring bitch that everyone's like yes 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 because they're like literally like leeches literally uh, taking life away from you by all means do it Pero lo que yo nunca voy a hacer, voy a ser un yes man that's going to be like, oh, pobrecita. Like, I'll like, I'll nurture you. No, no, no. I'm tough love. Y si yes. te duele, pues... Te duele. Te duele. En ojalá que puedas aprender y puedas tener la conversación tan siquiera conmigo. Si mi opinión te ofende, dime, hey, Gabriel, no me gusta lo que me dijiste. Aunque sea tu opinión, ¿por qué me dijiste eso? Hay que yes. tener una conversación. Y si al último de eso podemos... Like, we can agree to disagree. That's fine. Pero si vas a decir, I don't give a fuck. Okay, then I don't give a fuck either. Me Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Going back to the original question, do you feel like knowing what you know now okay. during all the scandals, all the dramas, causing all the uproar? Because it really was, you guys. I, I just like, be tweeting and like shit goes down. Yes, it really does. <laughs> do you feel like knowing and going through all that, do you feel like you'd insert your opinion or you do what you did, not just them, but for every single scandal or cancellation, do you think you would still insert yourself? I had like a 
realization around 2019 because I was kind of like a part of the second scandal, like Drama Get mm -hmm. Two, with Tati, yes. where it was one thing for Drama Get One, for it was like, oh, it was petty, like petty stuff, like it was just messy, like. That one, yes, it was like a scandal, but it was just petty stuff. Like, oh, he hurt my feelings. Or like, hey, I don't like how you said this. Mm -hmm. The internet loves chisme. Like, I love Wendy Williams. Like, I love celebrity culture. Like, influencers are like the internet celebrities in a sense. I understand why people are so fascinated. But it wasn't until the second scandal that I was like, oh, bitches are ready to lie. And the thing is, I will, like, I have to know my place as a Latino, as a gay Latino in America that... I can't go up against rich white people. It is what it is. It is like, what it, yeah, it really especially is. a rich white woman who's gonna cry rich white woman tears and have everybody on her back, even though she's lying. Everybody dragged me because they're like, look at how you made her da da da. And I'm like, but she's lying. Oh, so we're gonna lie. So then I had to like really reevaluate of like, I don't mind people saying like, oh, you like insert yourself, mm -hmm. you insert yourself. Cool. But I didn't want to be a problematic influencer because yes. I feel like that's the route I was going. And I was like, Gabriel, like you need to remove yourself mm -hmm. and you just need to let time. And that's the hardest thing that I think people don't always understand. Time is the hardest one to deal with. I had to give it time. I had to people for people to understand that she was lying as well as like, okay, Gabriel isn't about that life. Yeah. He's not about that lifestyle anymore. He's not about the bullshit anymore. Like, él va a decir su opinión sobre cosas más importantes, like when it comes to like LGBTQ rights, when it comes to politics, when it comes to our presidency, when it comes to voting in different states, when it comes to the changing of laws that marginalize individuals still to this day. Absolutely, I'm gonna use my voice for that. But when it comes to like certain messy things, I stopped. But to be quite honest, I mean, this might be an exclusive. I'm ready to be to be back to be messy. I'm ready to be messy. <laughs> I'm ready to be Bitch. messy again. You've done such a great job with calling people out. Yeah. I can say it 100. A veces uno no habla aunque sepa cosas because you're like, you know what? La gente online, you guys, se ciega mucho, especially cuando tienen alguien que tiene five million followers, se ciega. Same. You know what I mean? Especially when you're going up against someone that has a bigger platform. You've done such a great job where you're like, eso te vale verga ti. Te vale verga and you're like, I'm going to speak what I want to speak and I'm going to say what I got to say. A lot of people, especially in the beauty community, because I still consider myself in the beauty space, but I feel like I've kind of like dug more into lifestyle. The beauty community isn't what it once was. Absolutely. I don't even know where the beauty community stands now. I mean, I'm sure it's still there and it's always going to be there. Because yeah. it's, you know, makeup, beauty. It's a multi-billion multi dollar. Yes. Where do you feel the beauty community is now compared to what it was when we first started? I actually like where the beauty community is right now mm -hmm. because I think it's changed. Um, a lot of the big players are definitely still there. But because it's grown so much that nobody really has a control as to who the top players are yes. anymore. It keeps changing. And I like that it's shown that because... Some like two years ago, the bitches that were on top are no longer on top. Mm -hmm. So it keeps changing, and I like that because it gives opportunities for other influencers, especially like TikTok. When you see yes. people like Glamzilla, you see people like Michaela, yes. you see Rose and Ben, you mm -hmm. see them really loving makeup. makeup. Which like, what, that's what it's all about. Makeup. That's what the beauty community is all about. The beauty community that includes me and like the problematic influencers to me isn't the best representation of the beauty community because it's just bitches who are messy who wear makeup that's mm -hmm. who we were that's who we were there's people who really talk about makeup who really want to create a change in diversity in inclusion in what what products vegan paraben free like all these different yes. conversations within the makeup space that are really important which i really like so i think we're having that now mm -hmm. as opposed to like four or five years ago when 
even then, like people were really coming up still like, uno no, no sabía, like, what can you really say about brands? What can you really say about makeup products? Que, que puede decir ahora? Like people aren't scared to be like, hey, this lipstick is fucking trash. You guys need to not buy it. And I think makeup brands yeah. are seeing that. They're like, oh, no los podemos controlar. Yes. By just by sending them PR. Or, or get, send them on trips. See, like, them oh, on, we're sending them on yes. a trip. We're going to send them like PR. We're going to invite them to a party. Yes. So they talk nice about us. No, not no more. I think that's very important what you said, because I do feel like the beauty community back then was controlled by the same nine, 10 influencers was all white, every, all white, all, white. All, all, the, white. all the top people in the yes. beauty community are white. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it was also a thing where like all the brands would be sponsoring the same people, yeah. would be taking the same people on mm -hmm. trips. And it was kind of like you said, it was it more felt like a click. It, it was, it, it felt was, very high school. Like, mm -hmm. oh, these are the popular girls of the beauty yes. community. Now mm -hmm. it's changed to the point where like even people that don't have the same amount of followers, but can have the same amount of engagement yeah. are the ones getting the deals are the ones Absolutely. getting the the you know the collabs back in the day it was very filtered yeah si no tenías esto si no te mirabas a certain way you weren't gonna make if it if you didn't have trips. eurocentric looks of being skinny and yes. white and colored mm -hmm. eyes and all these different things it's like people all around the world are creating their own platforms creating their own voice yes. without having to live in la hang out with these fake little people that are like oh i'm the top girl in the beauty community yes. and if you want to be on top you got to be friends no we're not doing that no more also i do feel like now la gente que estaba arriba mm -hmm. is everywhere now yeah. like they're not really on top like they're no. still who they are you know like a veces no le puedes quitar el nombre a alguien but like people see it now people yeah. see right through them and also i feel like now the community is in a place where like no la gente sabe que no nomás son ellos Sí. I'm muchos other creators that are like being, you know, seen now by the community sí. that no longer you have to be like, oh, I have to go watch so and so and so because those are the top influence. No. no. I guess it's just because you have the followers doesn't mean they're going to tell you how it really is. Yeah. These people are, a lot of the people like not even like. They're going to say like, oh, this is amazing. You guys should get it. Undisclosed sponsorship and yes. like. And you get fucked as a customer. And then you're like, fuck, I just spent my last paycheck on something yes. they said was good. And it really wasn't. Mm -hmm. You and know I, what I mean? It's like you said earlier, like we started around a very similar time when being an influencer was becoming like a thing. Yes. Nobody really knew it. People were keeping up. And I think with time now, people are like, okay, I, as a viewer, as a follower, yes. I can kind of like get I around will, the bullshit. I will admit too, you know, I feel like the beauty community was at a point where like, even as influencers, uno tenía miedo de decir la verdad about a certain brand because you're like, oh my God, I don't want to be taken off the PR yeah. list. Now, I feel like because I was so sick and tired kind of of that, I kind of shifted more towards lifestyle because it was more like, you know what? Yo voy a hacer lo que yo quiera without having to feel like I have to be but you grew, you evolved, yes. you said like this, this isn't fulfilling me like it yes. used to. And you're like, I want to show my life. And I feel like that's mm -hmm. done so much better. Cause for I you. love makeup. Yeah. I love makeup, but I feel like I wasn't truly myself when I was doing fully makeup. I feel like it was a good start. You yeah. know, but it stopped being fun when you really got into like the behind the scenes, the business part, because it was like you knew that todo was controlled by the brands. And I feel like yeah. now influencers have taken their power mm -hmm. and have been like, you know what? Si no les gusta lo que digo to the brands, 
stop working with me. And I feel like now it's such a different time, you know, that like even brands let you be like, I love this product, but I don't like this about it. And they're okay with it because they know that now influencers know that they're able to do that. Y si no quieren, pues los van a mandar la chingada to the brand. And you know it's the I mean? same thing as like a friend. Like if you were saying like, hey, this lipstick sucks. As a brand, you should take that as constructive yes. criticism and be like, hey, is this a common thread of people saying this about the lipstick? Does there have to be reformulation? Should we like fully scrap it? Do we want the brand to be amazing for the customer or do we just want to make money? You being someone who has gotten quote unquote canceled various times online, how do you feel about cancel culture? I don't mind the conversation of cancel culture. And I think people get misconstrued and thinking like, oh, like I have a cancel culture otra vez to not let people live their lives. No, the people who have an issue with cancel culture are people who don't hold themselves accountable, yes. who aren't really willing to have a conversation of and possibly changing certain bad qualities within themselves. Because the times that I've been called out, I take a step back and be like, is this true? Is this valid? Does this serve me? Like, hey, Gabriel, no te estés metiendo en todo. Hey, you're right. I shouldn't. Like, whenever at one point, like, I was like, I was very proud to be Latina. Like, I was like, Latina this, Latina that, like, Latina, Latina. And people are like, hey, like, I love that you are so proud of your culture, pero you don't have to make it a caricature. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to make your culture a mask that anybody can put on. Because if you're really a Latina, then you should just be just that. Yes. And you, like, who you are should be just that. So, I think being able to have a conversation within yourself, with your friends, be like, hey, do you think I'm problematic? Yeah. Like as a friend, like I just want you to keep it a hundred with me. Like that's my that, that's my saying, just keep it a hundred, just keep it a hundred with me because that's what I like to do with my audience. That's why I'm not scared to speak my, mm -hmm. speak my truth, speak my opinion on the internet. But I'll see if somebody's like, hey, I don't agree with it. It's like, okay, let me take a step back. Let me really like assess. Is it one person in the middle of bumfuck nowhere telling me to shut the fuck up? Yes, so I'm not gonna listen to them. But sometimes it's like, hey, represent our culture a little bit better. Don't make it such a caricature. Don't be like, oh, I'm Latina because I eat hot Cheetos. I get that. So how do I represent my culture? By really creating advocacy for things that are going on in the border, things that are going on in politics, things that are going on within my culture, sharing my culture with my audience and telling them about my experience, about my parents being immigrants, like yes. being the first of four, being the oldest, like that's how I represent my culture. Like that's how I do things. That's how I have a conversation. So. Yes, I've been canceled, but oh, you can never cancel a bad bitch. Like, exactly. I'm and I still feel like here. You, you know what it is too? I feel like mucha gente misinterpret the word cancel or like yeah. the whole cancel culture movement with like, oh, you know what? We're gonna drag them and they're never gonna come back. No. Look at the even the biggest people that have been canceled, they're still here. They're still here. We're not gonna go anyway. You're not gonna cancel and, anybody unless that person decides to stop, stop. uploading. Mm -hmm. That's exactly. how you cancel somebody. But I feel like cancel culture is more than what people think it is. I feel like for you that has been in, in various scandals. I feel like cancel culture should also be a moment where you're like, you know what? Let me step back on Makabazi seed and really analyze why they're canceling. Yeah. And it's also very much a growing experience, but I feel like a lot of people online be like, oh, they're only fucking, you know, changing or saying they're gonna change because they're getting called out. Isn't that how everyone works? Yeah. I mean, if no one calls you out on being a shitty person, you're gonna continue being that shitty person. Yeah. Like let people try to yes. change. And if they still don't, period, keep dragging them, keep dragging them, keep yes. tweeting about them, keep commenting shit. Pero si no le das la oportunidad a alguien para cambiar, like how are they gonna change? Yes. How are they gonna learn? Like hold them accountable. Don't forget about their past because our history sometimes gives us an insight into our future. Yes. Um, pero 
like just hold people accountable and let them I also I also change. do feel like a lot of people the reason why it's so hard to really take people like us influencers serious when we're like changing and do this stuff because a lot of influencers that have been in really huge scandals dicen que van a cambiar y luego no lo hacen siguen igual de shitty ya cuando se pasa la tormenta ya cuando todos los perdonaron back to like everyone loves them again they start being that shitty person again but I feel like it also is really hard you know not really as an influencer but as a human being to change así mm -hmm. it takes a, a it takes time it definitely takes time but it's doable but it's doable yes. and it's it's your own responsibility no responsibilidad de nadie if you're going to change something problematic about you, you and it yes. works the same way if i'm being shitty and you call me out on it it's not your responsibility yes. to be like hey gabriel have you been doing the work have you been doing the self-reflection yes. have you been doing the growth have you been doing these steps to really change who you are if you're not then i don't have to support you i don't have to follow you mm -hmm. i don't have to purchase anything from you and i think the audience is now able to hold people accountable and also not support them and i think yes. we're at that point where it's like oh i'm not gonna buy from you because it does support you and I feel like that has to do a lot going back with the thing that we were talking about earlier. There's so many other influencers to support rather than how it was before, que nomás tenían the same 10. Yeah. You know, so I feel like before it was like, fuck, they did something bad, but like that's the only people yes. we can watch. So los tenemos que perdonar. We have to keep watching. We have to keep up. But now it's like, see, alguien is not really giving you what you want them to give. Because at the end of the day, no te podemos complacer. But like sometimes as a viewer, you want to, you know, connect to like the influencer. You want to make sure that, you know, what they do kind of is like what you do. Yeah. See, esa persona, that influencer is not giving you that. There's so many fucking yeah. other influencers. And you don't that, have to follow somebody with yes. 20 million followers. You can follow Just somebody cause. with like 100,000. Yes. 20,000. Like if you like them, if you agree with them, if you want to support them, do that. Yes. And stop supporting shitty people. Like even if you're like, Gabriel, you're shitty yourself. No me soporten. Like, it, it's that simple. Like, don't let negativity into your life, whether it be people you follow, people in your own life, or people that you see on TV. Don't allow negativity into your life. And that means unfollowing people. That means blocking people. That means not watching certain things. That means cutting people out of your life. Like, that means a lot of different things. And because at the end of the day, you have to protect your peace. Yes. Like, you matter. I'm talking about peace. How do you do? I feel like you've had numerous, um, some very public, some not very public fallouts with certain influencers. How do you do it to continue your life, especially when people constantly keep asking you about certain people in your life? Mm -hmm. I think it's very easy for that conversation to get overwhelming. Porque cuando uno sube tantas fotos, tantos videos con una persona, uno, like, the followers are aware of that relationship. They're aware of that friendship and they want to keep up with it. So when you don't see it and there's no explanation behind yes. it, people get upset and people just want to know and people want to ask. And to me, that's totally acceptable because I shared that part of my life with y'all. But I've been very forthcoming with my audience that like, if I don't share it with you, it's because I don't want to. Y si no te quiero decir why I don't fuck with this person anymore, I'm not going to tell you, pero... A lot of the time you can go on the internet and find their own scandals and understand why, oh, Gabriel's a no bullshit type of person. This person's about the bullshit. That's probably why Gabriel doesn't fuck with them. And my audience is very smart. I yes. I give a lot of credit to my audience because I always tell them like, you bitches can find things out. You bitches put two and two together. Like I've always been told by influencers are like, you can basically like tell your audience what to do. Después decir lo que tienen que pensar and like you can control them. And I'm like, Really? Because my bitches are smart and yes. they don't put up with that shit. But you know what it is? I think, like I was saying, a lot of the time, your viewers kind of resemble you. 
Yeah. Because they want to follow you because you're like, yeah. oh, yo me miro en esa persona. I'm kind of like that. So I feel like because you're that type of person, your viewers are also that type of yeah. person. So son rápido. Si algo pasa, they're like, we already know what happened. And, Sin they, que know, les yes. que decir. and they know when I'm being shady on Twitter because I'll do like subliminal tweets. Yes. Like I won't talk about the situation anymore sometime, but I'll put out a tweet around the time something's happening and they're like, oh, we know what you're talking you're about. Like, we know and I'm like, the, and you're like, damn. Sometimes I'll wait days, bitch. And they'll still know and I'm like which is smart. good because yeah. a veces no tienes que decir todo yeah. y nomás dices poquito y la gente sabe lo que estás hablando yeah. which at the end of the day us as you know influencers being online we gotta give our fans what they wanna yeah. listen but you've gotten a, you've been able to manage a way to do that without yeah. really speaking fully on the subject yeah. without you know? being that like oh ya cállate Gabriel now it's like oh she's being messy I but love it but they know yeah, they, but they know, know why so recently there was an E! True Hollywood Story episode about the drama can you tell us a little bit more de todo eso mm -hmm. and how was it like seeing you know everything go down porque a veces decimos oh it's just our little internet drama being you know explained on such a big platform mm -hmm. As an avid watcher, when I was a little kid, I loved E! True Hollywood Story. And like, it was just like, it was fascinating porque te dicen la historia de like, whether a celebrity, an event or certain things. Yes. And I'm like, oh wow, like it's like almost documenting celebrity culture. Um, so it was really cool. So to hear like, oh my God, there's like a E! True Hollywood Story about the drama that I was in. Like, no, like no, como que like the beauty community drama. Yes. So they had a whole episode on E! where they talked about Dramageddon 1 and Dramageddon 2. And I was heavily involved in Dramageddon 1. I was slightly involved in Dramageddon 2, pero no me incluyeron, thank God. But <laughs> I was like, okay, Viren, I'm not in both of them. So in the first one, they definitely included me. They talked a lot about what was going on and it was really interesting to see it porque like, it, it was 2018, of course, so it's yes. been a few years now. I haven't really, I don't always think about it unless it's brought up in conversation. So to have seen it documented, and they're like, now, and then Gabriel Zamora did this, and then this person did this, and they included everybody. What I liked about it, though, was that they held Jeffree Star accountable as being the problematic influencer involved in all the situations, because yes. you can say that Gabriel Zamora is problematic, you can say that Gabriel Zamora is messy, but the first bitch to start the mess in the beauty community was Jeffree Star. Mm -hmm. That was the first person. He really like he cultivated that drama in the beauty community. I'm not saying I'm innocent. I was involved in some of the stuff. So like, no soy inocente. Pero I like that they held him accountable and being like, hey, you seem to be the problematic bitch in all these situations. So you're the person really responsible. Like you're not being held accountable. Like you think you're untouchable. And when we look now in 2021, in comparison to 2018, the same bitches that were on top are no longer on top. People don't put up with your shit no more. People aren't going to put up with it no more. And if yeah, you're yeah. not willing to change for your audience, your audience will move on. Like you said, like they'll go on to somebody else. So in that one, they documented it pretty well. There were some things that were missing, of course, porque they're not involved. Like they're getting yes. their information from the internet, from YouTube videos. They interviewed a couple people. They interviewed Manny MUA. He was in Drama Getting One. He's one of my really good friends now. Mm -hmm. They interviewed Jackie Aina. Like she's an amazing representation for the beauty community in not only in diversification as to who you see as the beauty community, not just these white girls. Like she has shown so much like inclusivity. There was Hannah from Smoky Glow. She's kind of like a commentary channel. Yeah. She's commented a lot. So they kept it pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, was it very accurate? It was pretty accurate. I'm not okay. gonna lie. They missed some parts. Um, but they, they got didn't some add parts more wrong. Stuff. They they weren't wrong. Okay, okay. Which okay. I liked. Like they weren't like 
oh, like they said this and it was wrong. Salsa See, like I could have added more. What but would it you was, have added? Um. <laughs> I think if I could have added, would have been just my opinion of like, hey, Gabriel, like, what would you have done differently now knowing what you know? I think I would have handled things offline if I could have. Um, porque at the time, we didn't even know yeah. what drama getting was, what cancel culture was. Somebody was like, you bitches started cancel culture. And I'm like, <gasps> you're like, we really did. No, oh honestly, God. in the beauty community, though, yeah. it wasn't a thing until Drama Getting One. Yeah. It really wasn't. Like, we kind of kept up with messy things. Like, yes. oh, this influencer like this messy tweeter. But they it tweeted wasn't that, very, like... It wasn't so many big mm -hmm. influencers involved in one thing. And there was only five of us involved yes. in it. So it was all about these people. And... But at the time, those five influencers, like you were saying, were the top influencers. Yeah. Well, not me. I well, think no, I had like 200,000 subscribers. But even that, I feel like See, Well, they would see me I'm around yes. a lot with friends. And when people are like, oh, do you regret it? Would you change? No, fuck no. Like, I like who Gabriel is now because of that. Because it showed mm -hmm. me like, stand up for yourself. Like, yes. if one thing our culture has taught us is defendete. And don't let anybody just push you around yes. y maltratarte. Like, absolutely not. So I stood up for myself. I think it set a precedent as to don't fuck with Gabriel like that. Um, because... I will come for you. Like, which is honestly something that, like, like what you said, you stood up for yourself, which is something kind of scary to do, which yes. a lot of people would have been scared in that situation because, like you said, you weren't one of the top influencers. Yeah, I didn't even you, have a million. Exactly. Like you Everybody said, you else were, had a million. You had, like, 200,000. Yeah. So it, it could have been so easy to where you felt like if you didn't do what they wanted you to yeah. do, your whole career, everything you've worked for could have been over. And I did. I was at a point where I was like, Oh my god, my career is gonna be over, dude. Like I'm just like doing what everybody wants me to do, and I'm like, but who, who do you do your career for? Yes. Do you do it for everybody else, or for yourself, or do you do it for you, for your family, and your audience? That's why I do it for. So then I was like, oh, let's fight, let's Period. fight. Because one thing a bitch can't do is outwit me in words. Because my truth was unedited and it was 48 minutes. Name another bitch who can do that in the game. And I think it's like I'm a product of my entire upbringing um, and my entire life experience of not only like being the oldest of four, being the first child of two immigrant parents, having to understand shit for them, having to defend them, having to translate things. I understood from a very early age that my power did not come from money or materialistic things. It came from my mouth. It came mm -hmm. from my words. It came from being able to properly articulate my words so that as well as being like I took acting classes back in Houston I've also worked in retail I know how to talk to people yeah. like I am very good with my words and I'm aware that that's like my superpower I know how to express mm -hmm. myself I know how to articulate myself I know how to speak so there's not a whole lot of girls that could come up against me during that moment. So when I did that and I had no edits, I had nothing. It's like, so what are y'all going to say? Like, are you going to say that I lied? Are you going to say like, oh, Gabriel, you're editing it so that it can be done? Yes. No. Like, tell me where I lied. Tell me where I didn't keep it 100. Whew, you guys, puro pinche chisme hasta mi. It got me a little <laughs> shook. And I know a lot of you guys at home watching or listening are kind of like, whoa, we did not expect todo este pinche chisme from Gabriel. But like I was saying, Gabriel vino listo and... And she's he, ready to be messy. Yes. <laughs> so enough with the whole beauty world stuff, you guys. You recently attended Astroworld. Yes. If you're comfortable speaking about it, what was your experience at the event? So I went to Houston to go see my sister perform at a football game because she's on the dance team. Uh -huh. And when I said it on like IG stories, people were like, oh, you're going to Astroworld, you're going to Astroworld. 
I had never really heard about it. It had only been two times that like, we're coming out of a pandemic. I'm like, ¿qué es esto? Yes. Like, it's in Houston. Travis Scott is from Houston. Like, let me do some research. It looked really cool. It was like a two-day festival. I could only go on Friday, even though Bad Bunny was supposed to oh, perform bitch. on Saturday, bitch. Oh, you I was like, like the best I was part. like, why am I going to Houston to go see my sister? Like, I should go for Bad Bunny. <laughs> so I was like, no, but like, just go on Friday. Go with your friends. Like, one of my my best friend was there mm. because he was doing like an artist's hair. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, cool. It'll be really fun. So I went and like, I remember like, I went kind of later, like fue como a las cuatro y media. Like it started at 12 yeah. and I was like, okay, like I don't want to see like the first early people. I just want to see SZA and Travis Scott. Like that mm -hmm. was only for me and I wanted merch. Like that's all I wanted. So when I got there, like there was issues right off the bat, like red flags. Like, yeah. you know, that's like a trend right now. Like, mm -hmm. oh, this is a red flag. Red this flag. is a red flag, that red flag you. here. Like you were seeing me, them. I was like seeing everything and like, you and me are very much aware yes. of beauty events, beauty con, gen beauty. We're yes. aware of security. We're aware of production. Yes, I've like how things really run, whether we have a taste of it or whether we really know every single detail. Yes. So when I got there, I was like, yo, like the security's kind of like laxed. Like kinda at wack, one point yeah. they're like, oh, like, oh, open your bags because you needed a clear bag. Mm -hmm. Nobody gave a fuck that I had a clear bag. Nobody checked my bags. So I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. My friend had like a water bottle in his hoodie. None se lo quito, even though they were taking waters and drinks from everybody. I was like, okay, this is kind of like a red flag, but whatever. Yes. At one point, one, the first security guard said, oh, do you, did you get your shot? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, do you have like your vaccine? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, do you have proof? And I was like, I have a photo of my Vax card. And he's like, okay, like that's fine. We'll take that. And my friend's like, oh, I don't have a photo of mine. He's like, oh, that's fine. As long as one of you shows me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like red flag, yeah. but like, okay, whatever. So I go, it's also Texas. It's a red yes. state. Like they don't even give a fuck about like so and many things. And then you things. also like, cuando, cuando está pasando eso, you kind of think about it like, oh, we no got va in. Algo malo yeah, in you, don't, end. you don't go in to any concert, any, you know, yes. anything thinking I was, algo va a pasar. Yeah, I'm thinking it's Texas. It's a Republican state. They already like limit abortions. They limit mask usage. Mm -hmm. They limit all these different things. Like, of course, they're not going to give a fuck about vaccines, but like, whatever. So I go in. I go to the second one, which is um, a metal detector. Uh -huh. I put my bag through the thing. I walk through it. I don't go off because I don't have anything metal on because it's all gold, baby. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I go through and I don't go off, but nobody checks me. Nobody's like, oh, yeah, you're good. Nadie me habla. And I'm like, okay. So I just grab my bag and I go through me and my friend. I don't like, that was like, weird. that was like some bitch. And even along the way, like there was a lot of people waiting outside. And I was like, why is it like, why aren't people inside? Yeah. No tan adentro? And like, si, la fiesta está dentro, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, why aren't you inside? I was like, whatever. I didn't think of it. The line was really long for merch. I stand in the back because I didn't want to be like a cutter. And I was like, God, like this is taking too long. Mm -hmm. So then I asked, like, I, I didn't ask, but I like take my glasses off because I knew somebody was going to recognize me because Houston is one of my top yes. cities. Uh -huh. So I was like, somebody's going to let me cut and I'll buy their merch. Like, I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. I just want one piece. So some girl at the very front lets me cut. We're talking. And I'm like, I'm going to buy your merch. She's like, did you see what happened earlier? And I was like, no, what happened? Oh, damn. She's like, People stampeded in. They broke in the barricade. They stampeded through VIP. Like, they all just, like, ran in. They ran in through the crowd. They ran into the festival. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then, but then what happened? They're like, they were trying to take some people out. But security didn't know who was really there. Mm -hmm. Some people had wristbands. They were like, yo, why are you kicking me out? I have a wristband. So then security was like, oh, like, I guess we can just back up. So they didn't really kick people out. So that's already a big security big, yes. issue as an event. People have not been screened. People who aren't supposed to be there are in there. And we do not know how many people are in there when events have a capacity. Yes. You have a capacity. If you only sold 50,000 wristbands, it's because you only can really allow 50,000 people, maybe a thousand or 2,000 more. more. But that is with but like that's like some VIP, yes. like we're mm -hmm. gonna figure you out. You're just gonna be in the back. 
But when possibly 3,000, 4,000 people came in illegally, yeah. that's an issue. Porque uno no sabe qué trajeron. Because then the conversation was had later. Like Some people were getting injected with drugs. Yeah, and I saw. Could that have been prevented had there been proper security at the event? So I'm like, okay, like... Oh, like people yeah. are just sneaking in. Travis Scott is known for it saying like, oh, like the wild ones are going to yes. really make it through. And I'm like, okay. So I'm there. I'm having a great time. I'm a little high, everyone. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. like she lives that life. So I'm there with my friends. I'm having a great time. I see SZA because mm -hmm. that's who I wanted to see. And her performance was cool because she had two rectangles on the side and you can see her. See her. Okay. Travis Scott's performance was bad because you really couldn't see him. You had to really like Be push close. forward. Yeah. That's why you see all these people push porque él no tenía pantallas grandes on the side. He just had like this mountain that they would show him sometime, but not all the time. Yes. So people are pushing. He's invoking like all these things. Yes, he stopped the concert like four or five times, but he didn't do anything. Yes. He kept going. You know what's funny? I actually have gone to a Travis Scott concert okay. in Vegas. Um, Were you in the mosh pit? Yes. Um, we left. We yeah. spent a lot of... It was very last minute tickets. Yeah. I think we had spent... It was me, Danny, and Annette. And we had gone because we are in Vegas. I think this was... Maybe like two years ago, I want to say. We did go one time. It was like during Annette's birthday. Um, we went. Paid like almost $1,000 for the three tickets. You know, which was kind of like, okay, cool, whatever. Go have a good time. We literally left one song in. It was scary. Mm -hmm. Because también él, I will say this, you know, I do feel like he, like you said, él... He promotes he that promotes, rage culture. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's scary. You know, alguien que you, you're just going to have a good time when they're not... You know, not everyone's about that. And not everyone's trying to get hurt or, you no. know, ha trying to go through all that. We left because it was very scary. We were getting pushed. We were getting yeah. like hit. And we're like, bruh, like. I wasn't even in the front. And at yes. one point, like, I just felt really packed because there was something going on for like two, three minutes. I was just like this. Yeah. For I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm not even in the front because, first of all, my outfit was expensive. Like, I'm not having bitches step <laughs> on me. And second of all, like, back up. Yes. Like, I'm. Yes. Hi, everyone. Like, back up. Get like, I don't need fuck? people on yes. me. Like, and I'm also like, yo, who's what I hit that likes a mosh pit? Like, because. First of all, why do you like that level of abuse? Like, why do you want to be hit? Let's go to uh, therapy. Why is that even a fucking thing? Yes. I'm like, why is that still a thing? Like, you're one of the few artists that still does this and mm -hmm. still promotes this. Like, why to hit? Like, why? Like, I will agree that his music makes you want to jump. It makes you want to yes. like, yes. Pero para like to be throwing Pero para hands. Para and like, yes. For a while. Like, and I it's feel like him. he promotes that so much that I feel like his audience, because he does. Think about it this way, you guys. He's not... A little influencer with a no. million. No, he's Travis he's Scott. Travis Scott. He His baby mama is Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Jenner. He has the fucking power to tell. Like, if he tells his audience, like, do this, they're gonna fucking do yeah. it. So the fact that he didn't do anything to stop it is already, like you said, a red fucking flag. Yes, he stopped the thing five times. That should be a red flag for you as an artist. Like, yo, what the fuck is going on? There's a lot of things going on. There's somebody getting CPR that yes. you can see because people can see you from where they are. Mm -hmm. No vas a parar y pensar like, yo, is this person okay? Exactly. Yo, too, too many things. Hey, Kim, everybody, let's just take two steps back. Let's just take two steps back. You're an artist. You should yes. be able to not... And I can see, let's play devil's advocate. Maybe you're having a great time, time. and yes. you know that you can't see that. You should be a professional to mm -hmm. have a manager that is 
crowd yeah. controlling your audience and be like, yo, you Travis, it's like saying, don't be having yes people. Travis might be having a bunch of yes, yes people, people all around him and be like, let's not stop the show because Travis might get mad yeah. and it's going to ruin his show and it's going to ruin Astroworld. What if they don't want to come tomorrow? Guess what? It was canceled the next day. Exactly. And guess what? Astroworld is now ruined. Guess what? He's not getting booked for all these other events. Why? Because you had a bunch of yes people around you mm -hmm. who didn't want to tell you, hey, stop the show because people are getting hurt. What did you think about his apology? I think we have to give it time. I think... I don't like how he talked to the camera. Yes, I don't. I like, didn't like how he didn't even look at it. He didn't even look at the camera. Like Damn. at the end of the day, when you like your apology, like you have to look at the camera because you want to also make sure that the people that are watching whatever you're putting out, make sure that there's a connection. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at them, like you're looking at someone in the eye. Because usually when they're yes. not making eye contact, they're lying or they're avoiding yes. something. So they're like, and I saw that mm -hmm. and I was like, I didn't even see all of it. I didn't, like I was like, bullshit. He knew shit was, was going down. It was being made down. fun of. Like, yes. at 9.30, HPD had deemed it a very unsafe, people are dying event. Yes. You're trying to tell me that you still perform for 45 minutes, you brought Drake out, and at no point, nobody on your team told you, hey, people are yeah. dying at your event. Nobody told you this? Mm -hmm. it's, you, you are at fault. And if truly nobody did tell him that, I can somewhat understand his participation in the severity of the event. Because if nobody really told him, his percentage of accountability goes down. Yes. Pero si alguien le dijo, hey, people are dying, and you still continue, you are far more responsible for those Yes, and I feel like at the end of the day, too, you guys, I do feel like you said there wasn't really a lot of security. Like, how are you going to be Travis fucking Scott, throw this big-ass event, and just... And the event was not cheap. General admission was three fifty. VIP was oh, seven hundred dollars. VIP premium was a grand. Yeah, You're trying you to tell me tell you don't have money? There was no budget for it. You can't say that. Bro, you yeah. have budget. Mm -hmm. You have budget. Pero no te importa. Exactly. You chose money over people's lives. And I do feel like it has to do a lot with, you know, maybe he wanted it to get crazy because right. even me going to a concert before, it almost felt, I won't say that he intended for people to die, but it almost felt like he wanted it to get crazy. Maybe yeah. not to the point where people were dying, but maybe to the point where people got hurt. Like he wants people to have fun. Yes. I get that. Mm -hmm. But when you are in post-pandemic, as yes. we're winding down from the pandemic, we're still dealing with situations. You're also an artist who talks about excessive drug use in your music yes. which i get it but your audience is very young you collab with mcdonald's you collab with fortnite let's not act like it's 30 year olds like going yes. on fortnite mm -hmm. so you have a young audience you talk about drug use you want people to have a great time but you don't want to like invest in security yes. and having it a safe space when you've had two instances of people getting hurt at your events somebody was paralyzed at his event yeah. he was sued for it and he pled guilty for it you are clearly aware of you are not like some like Taylor Swift, like, yes. hey guys, let's have a great time, kumbaya type of shit. <laughs> you are Travis Scott, people yeah. get hurt at your event. Spend a little bit more so that there could be adequate security so that people are safe. If people wanna like create their own mosh pit, déjalos, que se, mm -hmm. que se golpeen, que se golpeen. I, that I don't care about. But the other people who were not able to breathe, that were trampled because there wasn't adequate crowd control is completely your responsibility because you're not just an artist at this event. You are the owner of the trademark Astroworld mm -hmm. and the event Astroworld. You are the boss and the artist. At the end of the day, that's why you look the worst yes. because it's your event. event. Nobody, not even me. Yeah. 
went to this event thinking I could possibly die. Yes. Because I wouldn't have gone. When I went skydiving, I understood I could die. Yeah. I signed a waiver that said, bitch, you might die. Yeah. Absolutely. But when I go to a concert, I'm there to have fun. It had a festival aspect of yeah. you can get on a Ferris wheel, you can play games, like you can do all these things. It's an amazing experience for Houston, for the community. Mm -hmm. So it is Travis Scott's responsibility to make it safe yes. for all ages, whether it be a three-year-old or whether it be a, a 72 yeah. year old, like it is his responsibility and the event's responsibility and Live Nation to create mm -hmm. a safe space for all ages. If you don't want to be in the front, like you said, you're like, I don't want to be close to the like performance yes. because it's unsafe. Cool, go to go a to safe back. area. Yeah. But it's the fact that people went up there knowing that like, oh, we're going to throw elbows. They did not know that they were going to die. Yes. So when you look at the little 10 year old who just, he, yeah. I think, no, he's nine, a little boy nine, named yeah. Ezra. He is the 10th person who has died because he was with his dad and he was trampled by the crowd, yeah. not because he was injected with drugs, not because he's like this little kid. It's because there wasn't crowd control. And unfortunately, people murdered him unknowingly. Yeah. Nobody stepped on him thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm killing this little kid. It's just. Uno no sabe where the crowd is pushing you. You're stepping on people. Y a veces no tiene uno el control de lo que está pasando. Yes, like they're pushing you. Y a veces uno and you're stepping on yes. things so that you don't fall. Mm -hmm. Not thinking, oh, I'm stepping on, on a person. A, yes, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like it's such a, you know, very sad that many, like, you know, I feel like a lot of people too, I did see on Twitter, like, oh my God, it's those big Travis Scott stands. Like, it's only eight people out of a huge event. I'm like, those eight people had families those yes. eight people like i feel like when i saw that tweet i was like shut the fuck up like these people like are so up these artists ass that are like oh it could have been you know a hundred people at that. Yeah. no like even if it was just one and who are we to invalidate yes, that person's exactly. life why because they didn't have a following because they weren't a celebrity yes. that they are not of value every single person is a value mm -hmm. well, yeah maybe one person died but who are the people around them that are affected? Not only yes. their family, but their friends, their colleagues. There's mm -hmm. so many people that are affected by those now 10, ten individuals. Yes. So are we supposed to discredit them? It's like the conversation about COVID. It's like, yes. oh, only like 2% of people have died. That's still 700,000 people, people who have mm -hmm. died. Oh. And 700,000 families that were yes. affected by that those deaths. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like... It all comes down to, I just feel like the event could have been better, you know, yeah. organized. Yeah. And I feel like at the end of the day, if he really did know that people were getting hurt, he needs to take accountability. Of it. Yeah. You he fully I mean? refunded everybody. I saw. Which, absolutely. But it also, like, you know, it takes away accountability, yes. which mm -hmm. I totally understand. Because you technically went to a free event. Yes. So you can't, like, I get that. Um, there's a legal aspect to that. But if he fully handles all the legal stuff for these individuals, all these funeral expenses, the whole like better help thing, that was a fucking mess. Like mm -hmm. you didn't have to do that. Like I get what you were trying to do, but a month of therapy after a tragic event like that, it's not gonna do anything for nobody. Mm -hmm. um, you have to handle all that. You have to take full accountability. You have to take a pause from that. You have to, from Astroworld, cause I'm not gonna tell you fuck Astroworld, you can never do it again. Maybe in five years yeah. you can come back after you have shown that you can go to events and you can be a responsible artist that isn't going to put your audience at risk, not only for you, for them, but for the events and for the venues. After that, if after five years you have done right by your audience, because that's who you affected, Travis Scott, you affected your audience. If you have done right by them, then yes, you can go back to being Travis Scott. Maybe you can have Astro yes. World. You can know what to do now. Mm -hmm. But until then, 
it's like you said, we have to give people not only time to apologize, to understand and to show, show. that they have changed. Yes. And after that, then yes, we can hopefully start to some people, maybe some people that are really affected that are like, I never want to fuck with him. Absolutely. Yes. I'm not one to tell you how to deal with your own trauma, even if you weren't personally affected. Yeah. If you don't want to fuck with Travis Scott, absolutely. I'm not one to tell you that. But if people are like, hey, he's changed mm -hmm. and I want to give this artist an opportunity. Yes. I, I can understand it. Whew, you guys. Okay. So, ya después de todo ese chisme and obviously that very serious conversation that me and Gabriel just had. Como que ya. Como que ya estuvo bueno de tanto chisme. We're going to go ahead and do something a little fun. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, we're going to go ahead and go over to the Wheel of Pendejada. Yes. All right, you guys, so como pueden ver, Gabriel spun the wheel and he got wild. And the wild card says song association. So para todos ustedes que no saben, have you played this game? It's like when you say a word. Yes. Right? Uh -huh. And then they have to come up with lyrics. Yes. So okay. production is going to give us a random word that they're going to literally scream. Um, and we're going to try to... Scream. I'm like, ah! No, because we need to hear them. <laughs> um, they're going to say a word, and we literally have to come up with the song that has that word in the lyrics. Okay. So they're going to say five. So the one that gets the most points wins. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Come on, production. Flashlight. Flashlight. Do you know any? I'm like, flash, <laughs> um, flashlight. I'm like, can we get another word? <laughs> like something maybe that like, yeah, popular. Cause I don't feel like there's any song with yeah, flashlight. I only think of lights. Like Light. all the lights in here, baby. Oh, but that's flashlight. Yeah. I could have thought like, maybe you light up. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe you light, light up my, my world, world with this flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so do it again. I'm like, me not wanting to give Gabriel the point. <laughs> Love, baby, are you love, love? Never knew what I was missing. Kishko. Okay, okay, okay. I'm like, oh, he doesn't sound like that. That's why. <laughs> okay, he gets the point, you guys. Okay, I mean, baby, baby, you light up my world like nobody. Ah, you guys. One, one. We need three more words. DJ turn up, DJ peligro. Yo quiero un paletero que tenga dinero. Viajes, lujos. Yeah, right? Yeah. Hey, okay, two. Okay, two on. Me already winning. Caro o carro? Like expensive? <laughs> now I have to think about Spanish songs. How much? I'm a pobrecita to a bad, bad bitch. bitch. <laughs> Soy la 69. Soy la chingona que salió de Riverside. Like que siempre quiso más. Hey. That's my favorite part. Hey, we got a point then. Should we just say yeah. Riverside? Fuck yeah. it. Okay. So, three, two. So, okay. So, this is the last word, you guys. Either empatamos o le gano a Gabriel. Okay. okay. Go. Cuerpo. Cuerpo. Ah, oh, fuck, there's a novela. Cuerpo en la sangre. That's fuego en la sangre, huh? Fuck, cuerpo. Bitch, why do you like... Wow, I can't really think of cuerpo. And I feel like there's a lot of songs with cuerpo. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, I, can literally... like, I can't think of shit. Cuerpo. Yeah, another one. Pajama. Pijama. Sin pijama. Sin, from Becky G. Yeah. Becky G, Nati Natasha. Ah! Sin pijama. You guys, I oh, won. Man.
Alright, you guys, so ya que jugamos ese jueguito and we're approaching the end of today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and send it over to Gabriel to let us know what is next for Gabriel. What are you working on or what can the people expect from you? So what's next for Gabriel? I am diversifying my content. It's not just makeup tutorials anymore. Yes. It's not just like, oh, look at this new makeup product. It's always like e like evolving who Gabriel is. Gabriel's a chef. Gabriel likes to talk. Gabriel loves to have a podcast. Gabriel loves to do different things. So you're going to see a lot of different things on my channel, not only on just YouTube, on Instagram, on all these different platforms. Um, I'm going to be showing my family more. I'm going to be showing my friends more now that the pandemic is winding down i'm able to do collabs more i'm able to go out more yeah. i'm able to like travel more that's what i really want to start doing um and like dabble in some things that will be coming out in 2022 that you guys will be seeing all right you guys so with that being said don't forget to go ahead and follow gabriel on all his social medias which we'll leave down below and don't forget to follow me on all mine so you guys won't miss a future episode and with that being said you guys we'll see you guys in the next episode bye guys bye everyone today's episode is brought to you by angie Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.